Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Von Arks, and today I am actually flying solo to talk about a really hot topic right now that we really need to talk about. We recently entered the biggest shopping season of the year, the fourth quarter, and in this episode, I'm gonna be talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and fourth quarter strategies that you can apply to your business to make more sales. And make sure that you listen until the end because I'm actually gonna be sharing my number one piece of advice for sellers in Q4. But real quick, before we begin, if you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. It helps us reach new listeners and it helps you never miss an episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a listener. We are so glad you're here. And just before we hop in, here's a quick word from this episode's sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Gelato, the world's largest print-on-demand network. Gelato enables individuals ranging from e-commerce entrepreneurs to artists and creatives to establish their own global business. The magic of Gelato is that they focus on local production. The item being delivered is produced in the country that the order is placed almost 90% of the time, leading to many benefits such as lower costs, faster delivery times, and most importantly, reducing carbon emissions. The focus on tech to knit together over 130 percent production facilities across 32 countries is truly unique. Thanks to this, they currently have the highest customer satisfaction score in the print-on-demand industry on Trustpilot. To check them out for yourself, go to sixfigurefounder.com slash gelato and use the discount code PODPLAYBOOK, all capital letters, to get 60% off your first order when placed within 72 hours. That's the number sixfigurefounder.com slash G-E-L-A-T-O. You can also find the link and discount code in the podcast show notes or in the video description on YouTube. What is up, everybody? Adrian here. And in today's episode, I'm going to be flying solo. So we just wrapped up our two-day Grow Your Brand workshop last week. It was amazing. We welcomed a whole bunch of new members into our six-figure founder community. And to be honest, Carrie and I and Carlos were a little bit tired. If you're watching from YouTube, you can probably tell from the bags under my eyes. So I'm going to be flying solo here. And this is going to be a very special episode because we have officially entered the fourth quarter, i.e. the biggest shopping season of the year. And so I wanted to take this episode to answer some of the most frequently asked questions that we get from our students and offer some actionable advice that hopefully you can take and apply to have the most successful Q4 you've ever had. But first, real quick, just before I get into that, I just wanna share a review we always like to shout out our amazing listeners. And if you guys show us love, we're going to show you love too. So this is a review on Apple Podcasts from Brown Wraith, I believe. And it's a five-star review. The heading is enthusiastically informative. And they say, Print on Demand Playbook Podcast is a must listen. Their infectious enthusiasm makes every episode engaging. The host's passion for print on demand shines through, offering valuable insights and tips. Whether you're a newbie or a pro, this podcast is a goldmine of knowledge. Don't miss it. 
Thank you so much, Brownrath. This comments like this keep us going. Like you, you want to talk about enthusiasm? It gives us a lot of just energy and excitement, and it, it you know we want to deliver on the these you know these kind reviews. I, we know that. It takes time to pull out your phone and write a review for us. And we don't want to overlook that. We really, really appreciate all of these kind reviews. And we're going to continue shouting them out. So without further ado, let's just dive right into today's episode. So there are a couple of things that I want to talk about. And I really want to start with some of some fun facts, some statistics from last year's Black Friday, because it's important to remember that success leaves clues. I want you guys to be able to look at the data from last year's Black Friday, analyze that, and think to yourself, how can I use this to my advantage? How can I learn lessons from last year's Black Friday, Cyber Monday? And by doing this, what you're going to realize is that a lot of these stats repeat themselves year after year. And so, by taking them and flipping them into something actionable, it can help you potentially, essentially predict what is going to happen in some cases. So let's just drop some fun facts on you. You guys know we love fun facts and we hope you find them valuable too. So here's what we learned from last year's 2022 Black Friday Cyber Monday. First, Shopify merchants set a new Black Friday Cyber Monday record with 7.5 billion dollars in sales, a 19% increase from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 2021. Top product categories included apparel and accessories, followed by health and beauty. Guys, if you are in apparel and print on demand, the stats say it all. This is one of the top sales categories and kind of consistent with the last couple of years a new record was set for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It seems like every single year, the number keeps going up. And it'll be interesting to see if it goes up this year. But if it's anything like the trend that we've seen in the past couple of years, there's a high likelihood that it will. Now, this is another really interesting statistic. The moment of peak sales on Black Friday was 12.01 p.m. Eastern time. And get this. There were $3.5 million in sales per minute. The moment of peak sales on Black Friday was 12.01 p.m. Eastern time. So that would be 9.01 a.m. Pacific time with $3.5 million per minute. What does this tell us? Like, let's reverse engineer this and try to take a clue from this to set ourselves up for our most successful Q4. So the way that I look at this is, okay, if peak sales on Black Friday were at 12.01 p.m. Eastern time, 9.01 p.m. Pacific time, that means I absolutely want to get an email out on that day prior to this time. Because even the year prior, 
the peak sales were very, very similar. They were right around noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So I encourage everyone, if you are participating in Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and if you are doing email marketing or SMS marketing, where you're text messaging your customers, absolutely email and or send them a text around 12 p.m. Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific. So I would probably send it about half an hour prior to that because we know that in half an hour, if they're not already, they're going to be a lot of people are going to be shopping. Next statistic, Black Friday, Cyber Monday was driven by online sales with 73% of sales made on mobile devices and 27% on desktop. This is another common trend that we continue to see. Every year, it seems like mobile sales creep up and desktop sales creep down. So how can we reverse engineer this fun fact and use this to our advantage? Well, the way that I would do it is let's first look at this. 73% of sales were made on mobile devices. That means that most likely for you, the majority of your sales are also going to be made on mobile devices. So what does that mean? Make sure that your website is mobile optimized. I would recommend pulling out your phone. You can even pull it out now. Pause this recording if you want. Pull out your phone, go on your website, and just scroll around, click on some links, click on some collections, add an item to cart, and kind of go through the checkout process. You don't have to actually check out, but just Go through the process and make sure everything's fast. Make sure that the imagery is clear and that it's sized properly. Make sure that everything looks normal and it looks very professional on mobile because most likely the majority of your sales are going to be coming from mobile. That is why it's so important that our website is mobile optimized. The last stat I want to share with you is that Consumers globally spent $102.10 per order versus $100.70 the year prior. Now, that might not seem like much. Okay, they spent $102.10 this, this last Black Friday and they spent $100.70. But if you do the math, that's almost a 2% increase in the amount they spent. Also, what's really interesting here is the average is around $100. There are not many Shopify stores that have an average order value of $100. So what does this tell us? This tells us that people are spending significantly more money during this time. And what can we do to encourage them to spend more? Because you have amazing products, you wanna get them out into the world, you wanna get them in front of your customers or your shoppers, and you want them to wear them and gift them to others. So there are some things that we can do. The first thing that comes to mind is if you are using something like a free shipping threshold, so an example of that would be free shipping over $50, free shipping over $75, something like that. You might wanna consider if this makes sense, to do free shipping over $100 because we know that that's the average that shoppers are spending. So we can bump up that average hypothetically 
by offering an incentive like free shipping if they spend $100. Now, if the average product on your website is $10, that would mean they would have to buy 10 products. So if that's the case, I would not recommend this. I would make the threshold a lot lower, the free shipping threshold. However, if the average item is, let's say around $30 to $40, maybe it's a hoodie, a sweatshirt, something like that, then this actually makes a whole lot more sense, especially if your higher price items like hoodies and sweatshirts, which sell popularly, sell well in the winter time because it's colder. Um, if they're anywhere from $50 to $60 or even something like $45, then this might actually make a lot of sense because if they're $50, they would just have to buy one sweatshirt and one hoodie to get that free shipping threshold. Now, keep in mind, I would only recommend doing the $100 free shipping threshold if you have, if you are not a store that has a ton of, you know, if your average order value is very, very low. However, if you want, you could adjust your free shipping threshold just for the weekend to incentivize people to purchase more. It's totally up to you. But the biggest opportunity here, what I believe is the biggest opportunity is to have an upsell app. Absolutely. I highly recommend having an upsell app. There are a ton of them in the Shopify app store. Some of them are super easy to set up. And the whole purpose, the reason why these apps exist is to drive up the order value for each purchase. So essentially to get more out of each sale, because the, the truth is the majority of customers, as much as we would love to get them to buy again and again and again, the statistics show us that the majority of customers, well over 50% of customers are never coming back. Even if you have an amazing product, amazing designs, an amazing customer experience, the statistics show that well over 50% of customers will not return for another order. Now, there are a lot of things you can do to improve on this. There are a lot of things that you can do to get that number up, but the stats are the stats. And so what we wanna do is we want to prepare for the worst and expect the best. And so what I like about upsells is, especially if you're running paid ads and you're paying a toll or a cost to acquire your customers. If you are doing that, the best thing you can do is try to get as much out of that first sale as possible, expecting that they won't come back again, but hoping they will, hoping and planning they will. There are so many things that you can do to significantly increase the chances of them coming back. But we know based on the stats that a lot of them aren't coming back, no matter how amazing your products are. So what I recommend is get a upsell app in place. My personal favorite and Carrie's personal favorite is called Reconvert. That is the upsell app that we absolutely love and that we recommend to our students. There are a lot of other ones out there. If you've tried Reconvert or if you don't like it, no worries, find another one. Honeycomb is another really popular one. One Click Upsell is another really popular one. There's a whole bunch out there, but Reconvert we believe is the best funnel. And we even have partnered with Reconvert to offer all of our members a 10% discount if they do use that app. Now, 
you might already be using it or you might not want to use it. But if you are, if you do want to use it and you do want a 10% discount on it, just DM us, send us an email, support at the number six figurefounder.com. And we're more than happy to share a link with you where you can get it for the 10% discount, or you can DM me on Instagram and um, I can definitely share that link with you. Either way, doesn't matter. I just want to let you know that if you do want a discount, we can hook you up. Um, and what's most important is just that you get an upsell app in place. I don't really even care which one it is. I hope it's a good one. I hope it works well for you and effectively. I just really want you to get an upsell in place because we know that customers are spending more, that shoppers are spending more during this particular occasion, this particular season. I'm sure the numbers in December uh, for sales, the average order value is also particularly high compared to the rest of the year. So that's why it's always good to have something in place to try to encourage them to purchase more items. All right, let's shift gears. And I want to talk about one of the questions that I get asked the most frequently, specifically when it comes to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And that is, what do I make my promotion? What do I offer? What deal do I offer shoppers during this period? And so I want to give some popular offers. I'm just going to break them down. I've listed kind of the top three that we see the most common. And I've actually listed each one. And I'm just going to explain each one as I go through. So let's talk about what's hands down the most popular offer type during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and that is offering a site-wide discount. So this could be a percentage off, like 25% off site-wide, or it could be a dollar amount off, like $5 off every item site-wide, something like that. You've probably seen this. You've probably bought from websites that offer this. And this is by far the most common. It's also my personal favorite. And here's why. Because it's simple. It's a simple offer that is simple to understand for shoppers. And they really, really appreciate that. There's a really cool quote that says, a confused customer will always say no. And something that I preach, and I hope that I've preached it enough on this podcast that anyone that's been binging, we love you guys, anyone that's been binging this podcast and listening to all our episodes, you probably know by now that we really preach simple sells. Simple niche, simple designs, simple website, simple marketing, and yes, simple offers. So this is what I recommend if you just want to keep it really simple, if you want to make it really simple for your shoppers, this is what I would recommend. Choose a percentage off or a dollar off amount that you want to offer your shoppers. Now, one piece of advice I would give you is to make sure that you're not losing money. And I know that might sound ridiculous. You're like, well, of course I don't want to lose money. But it will mean that you might have to crunch some numbers. So you have to look at your production costs and you have to look at the discount you're giving and make sure that the discount doesn't outweigh the production costs, especially if you offer something like free shipping after a threshold. So if they buy multiple products and they're getting this huge discount and then they're getting free shipping, well, you're gonna be paying shipping to the print-on-demand provider. 
So that is going to cut into your profit margins. So I just want to make sure I know we all want to give, well, a lot of us want to give, I can't speak for everyone, want to give the best offer. I do recommend for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, making this the best offer of the year because people are expecting that. That's the mindset of the shopper. People are writing their Black Friday and Cyber Monday lists weeks, even months in advance. I'm one of those people. And they're waiting for deals. And if the deal isn't good, or if there's no deal at all, they're going to be very disappointed. And I do think a lot of them will either spend less or just not buy at all. So I, I do recommend participating in Black Friday and Zebra Money and offering something. But do the best you can do and no more. All right? So if you're like... Usually I do 15% off site-wide throughout the year on certain promotions. This time I'm going to do 20% off. That, If that's what you're comfortable with, giving 20% off site-wide, that's still a very attractive offer. And if that's the best you can do, uh, we don't want you to lose money. We want you to remarket to these customers and to get them to buy again and again and again. And when that happens they become more valuable to you. The lifetime value of that customer increases and they become more valuable. And maybe you don't make that much from this first Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, but if you can get them to buy again and again through retention strategies like email marketing or SMS marketing, then that's great. You'll make more profit in the additional sales. But that said, even on the first sale, I do not want anybody losing money. So that is the first popular offer and the most common one and the one that I recommend, a site-wide discount, a percentage off, or a dollar amount off. Another popular offer that I see is called a tiered discount. This you may have seen before. It's actually quite common. And the way that a tiered discount works is the more the customer spends, the bigger the discount grows. So for example, you might have spend $50 and get 20% off. Spend $100 and get 25% off. Spend $150 and get 30% off. So essentially you're incentivizing the shopper to spend more to get that bigger discount. And in theory, that's amazing. That's great. It would be great if everyone went for that. However, Here's the problem. Here's the problem that I see. One, it can be a bit confusing for people. Maybe it's simple to you. It's simple to me because I've seen it so many times, but I don't think it's the simplest offer. I do not. It's definitely not as simple as just a site-wide discount, site-wide promotion. The second thing that I don't like too much about this is that a lot of the time, there's a minimum purchase that they have to make to even hit the first tier. So I'll see websites that do this where the first discount kicks in at $50 spent. What if someone was just waiting to buy one t-shirt or one hat or another item that was under $50? They're gonna come onto your website on Black Friday, all excited for a deal, and then they're gonna see that they don't qualify if they don't spend $50. And some people, maybe they will want to buy a second item and that'll incentivize them to spend more. But some people might feel very disappointed by this. 
because if I really only wanted one thing from a website, maybe I'm buying it as a gift for someone and that's all I wanted. And I saw that if I just bought that item on Black Friday, I wouldn't actually get any discount. And my mental state is you're bargain hunting. You're looking for discounts. That's what people expect. That's the expectation on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Then that could be very disappointing for the shopper. So I just want you to think about that if you are thinking about doing a tier discount or if you do do one, um, try to make it as simple as possible. And I would try to offer something for even the lowest purchasers. So for example, maybe you say, get 15% off for all orders under $50 and then 20% off for all orders between $50 and $75 and then 25% off for all orders from 75. Uh, I guess you could just say 75 and up. So this is just one way that everyone gets some sort of discount, but I would recommend a site-wide discount over a tier discount any day. Uh, the third and final popular offer that I want to talk about and share with you, there's so many more, by the way. There's a lot of really cool creative ones too, but I just want to share kind of like three very common popular offers. And that is a BOGO, which stands for buy one, get one. This could mean buy one, get one free. This could mean buy one, get one 50% off. This could mean buy two, get one free. It essentially just means if you buy something, you get something. And I'll start with what I like about this offer. What I like about this offer is that it really encourages people to buy more than one item. Because if they buy that second item in a lot of cases, if it's a buy one, get one 50% off or a buy one, get one free, then there's a huge incentive for them to buy a second item. And that's great. It's gonna get some people to buy two items to get, to, to get the offer. Now, here's what I don't like about this. I don't like, again, that it requires multiple items for them to get the discount. And I'm not saying don't run these throughout the year. I'm just specifically talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, where everyone's mind is on getting deals. That's what it's all about. And so for buy one, get one, if someone, again, if I just wanted to buy one single item for myself or someone else, and I go on this website, and in order to get the offer, I can only get it if I buy two items, that's gonna be very disappointing because I just want one and I'm not gonna get any deal on that one item. So you can probably see how that can be a bit of a frustrating experience for the shopper, particularly around this time. Now, throughout the year, definitely try these other offers out. Some can be really successful and maybe you even wanna do it for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It's totally up to you. I'm just sharing my two cents based on my experience and based on all my students' experience of what works best, what performs the best, and which one is just the simplest and easiest to understand from the shopper psychology, from the shopper mindset. All right, let's shift gears. So we talked about uh, some statistics. We talked about we talked about some popular offers for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Next, I want to talk about something called mini campaigns. Now, you may or may not have heard this, but they're kind of what they sound like. So let me briefly explain what mini campaigns are, the importance of them, 
and why they are so valuable. So a mini campaign is a campaign marketed towards a single holiday or event having its own unique theme, such as posters, colors, font styles, imagery, etc., that can be used across different marketing platforms. For example, email marketing, SMS marketing, social media marketing, posting to your socials, posting to Instagram, your website, pop-ups, and even ads. And in most cases, each of these mini campaigns expires after a particular period of time. And so they leverage urgency and scarcity, which are very powerful sales tools for your online business. So a big reason why I love mini campaigns is because even if you use the exact same offer, let's say that you're doing a blanket 20% off site-wide. Even if you use that exact same offer for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, it looks completely different since the visuals are not the same. And this is going to reduce something called banner blindness. So banner blindness is when someone sees a poster or a piece of marketing material multiple times or even once, and they stop noticing it or they just totally ignore it because they're like, oh, I already knew about that. I've already seen that. That is banner blindness. It's generally when people just stop looking. And an example of this might be if there's a billboard that you frequently cross on the freeway, let's say every single morning you drive by a billboard and eventually you just tune it out. You forget it's even there because you've seen it so many times. That's banner blindness. And we want to reduce that for our shoppers. So, but one way that you can do that is by turning every promotion, which can be the same offer, turning every promotion into its own unique mini campaign. Also, if someone has already made a purchase from a sale, let's say that they made a purchase from your Black Friday sale, they are more likely to click on something, click on some marketing material, if the promotion looks completely different, even if the discount is exactly the same. So I really don't recommend hammering customers with the exact same marketing materials, with the exact same email every time, which is why I strongly recommend doing mini campaigns because they are separate campaigns. They're totally separate campaigns, even if the offer is the same. And that's how I want you to think about them. And that's how most of your shoppers are going to think about them. So for example, let's say you want to do 20% for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Totally cool. What I'd do is I would create a poster in Canva. You can literally just go in Canva and you can search Black Friday poster. And it will come out with it'll spit out so many Black Friday pre-made posters that look beautiful. It's not even funny. And what you can do is you can click on one of those. You can select it. You can change a color scheme to be your brand colors or this particular promotion, mini campaign colors. You can change the words. You can change the offer. You can change the font. You can change whatever you want. But this is going to get you like 80% of the way in terms of your marketing materials, which is going to save you a ton of time. And really, the offer, in my opinion, is the most important part of a campaign. You can have the best marketing in the world, but if it's 5% off site wide, it's probably not going to convert too well, especially on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So these, they look super professional. 
uh, and you don't usually have to make many changes at all to them. So that's what I recommend. So what I would do is first, I would create a poster in Canva. I would just search Black Friday promotion or Black Friday sale. I would choose one of the pre-made templates. I would change the offer, change the color, the font, whatever you want. And then I would use that for Black Friday. So that's what I would post on social media, on my Instagram stories, on uh, email marketing, SMS. That's what I would use. Then for Cyber Monday, I would go back into Canva and I would type Cyber Monday poster. And I would take one of those pre-made templates and I would just change the offer, the color scheme. You don't even have to change the color scheme, but you can if you want. Uh, the font, whatever you want, make some changes. Don't spend too much time on it. Don't overdo it. Remember, simple sells. And you don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on this. Um, really, it's going to be the offer. So create that poster and then promote that for Cyber Monday with the exact same deal, the exact same offer, but with a totally different poster. Post that to your Instagram stories. Post that to your email. Post that to your SMS. And this, by all means, is a completely separate campaign. So that's just an example of two different mini campaigns, how you can really quickly and easily create them with minimal work and minimal time spent. Now, there are a lot of different mini campaigns in Q4. So many. It's ridiculous. There are so many opportunities. You got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, uh, Giving Tuesday. You've got Green, I think it's Green Monday. There's so many different campaign ideas and so many mini campaigns that you can do. However, I recommend not overdoing it because I would rather you take some action than none at all. And the problem is if you're really new to this, if you've never done this before, uh, there's a high likelihood that you could get overwhelmed if you commit to doing too many things or you feel like you need to do too many things and you can get what's called analysis paralysis where you're overthinking things and you get super frustrated and you end up taking no action at all. So here's what I recommend. Commit to at least two in the fourth quarter. Commit to at least two. You can do more if you would like. There are four mini campaigns that I, kind of my top four that I recommend. So if you think you have the bandwidth, if you think you can commit to four, these are the four that I would recommend. Now you can do whatever you want. This is just my advice. These are ones that worked really well for me and worked well for a lot of my students. And so I wanna share them with you. The top four mini campaigns are first a VIP early access. So this, for example, would be starting your Black Friday sale early and giving early access to your subscribers, your VIPs. So what you could do is you could send out an email a couple days before Black Friday with something like your VIP Black Friday access starts now or VIP Black Friday early access unlocked. Something going to catch you that's going to catch your eye, that's going to make them feel really good like they're a VIP. And a lot of times this can perform really well. So you're essentially giving them early access to the promotion before you're promoting it publicly on your website, on social media. You're rewarding them for being a subscriber. It's a perk. And this is what keeps people being subscribers. They're being rewarded for their loyalty. So I really like this one. I definitely recommend it. I recommend always having a cutoff point for any mini campaign. So this one I would do 
anywhere between 24 hours and 72 hours. I wouldn't make it too, too long because you want to try to get them, you want to try to get them shopping and making their purchase as soon as possible. So anywhere from a 24 hour to 48 or 72 hour sale, that's what I would recommend. That could be leading up to Black Friday. Uh, the second mini campaign is of course a Black Friday mini campaign. We already talked about that. The third one is a Cyber Monday mini campaign. We already talked about that. And the fourth one, the one that I see done the least of all four of these by far, and which I believe is a huge opportunity missed, is an end of the year sale. An end of the year sale. And generally, this would start anytime from Christmas to New Year's. So you could start it on Christmas. You could start it the day after Christmas. You could start it the last two days of the year or the last three days of the year. But essentially what this is, is having a promotion for the end of the year that ends when the year ends. So when 2023 ends, this promotion ends. And I know it's it's kind of funny, right? Because, okay, it's 2024 now and nothing nothing has changed. But creating this mini campaign and having that urgency, man, this can do well. It can do really, really, really well. And here's why. A lot of businesses take a break from marketing after Christmas. Once their Christmas shipping cutoff is done, a lot of brands will stop emailing till maybe early in the new year, or they'll just, the frequency will go down. Keep in mind around Black Friday and Cyber Monday, it is a fight for attention. It is a fight for attention. And we're going to be emailing people. Everyone is going to be emailing people. If there's any time that a brand's going to email their subscribers, it's going to be Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because they know that everybody, pretty much everybody is shopping. But an end of the year sale is like an unsung hero. A lot of people get gifts that they'll get, you know, a Visa gift card or they'll get cash for Christmas. And a lot of them want to shop. A lot of them are on holidays. They're on their phones more. They're shopping more because they're just hanging out and having fun. They're taking the time off work. And I don't want people to underestimate this. I've seen the power of this firsthand and I've seen a lot of other brands do it and have a lot of success with it. So in capping, in recapping the top four mini campaigns, and I recommend committing to at least two. You can do more if you think you have the bandwidth. But the four that I recommend, if you're going to do four, are a VIP early access, a Black Friday, a Cyber Monday, and an end of the year sale. All right. I hope that's not too much. I hope you're still with me. I hope you're excited. And I really hope that you are participating in this year's Q4 because there is just so much opportunity here. But... With everything I've said, talking about Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I want to leave you with my number one piece of advice for Q4. And this might actually sound a little bit counterintuitive. Here's my number one piece of advice for Q4. Focus on design research and releasing new arrivals that evoke emotion and relatability for your niche in search of a winner with Christmas sales in mind. And I don't just mean creating Christmas inspired designs, although that is a great idea and it can make you a ton of sales leading up to Christmas. Generally, those 
Christmas-inspired design sales will fall off a cliff after Christmas. Makes sense, right? You can always re-release them the following year, and that's totally cool. However, I recommend making the majority of new arrivals what's called evergreen. Evergreen designs, meaning that these designs are not pegged to a holiday or a special occasion, and they have potential to make huge sales year round. So if I create a winning design that's Christmas inspired and it's the lead up to Christmas, that's amazing. You can run ads to it. You can promote it through retention channels like email marketing, SMS marketing, and you can make a ridiculous amount of sales. However, like I mentioned, once Christmas is over, those sales are going to dry up for that particular Christmas inspired design. So what I recommend is making the focus on designs that aren't pegged to an occasion or a holiday like Christmas. And it's a design that's meant to be worn all year round. So let me break this down a little bit further since this is probably the single most important point in this entire podcast episode. And I just, I really want to hammer this one home because it's so important. Q4 the fourth quarter, that is from October 1st to December 31st, is the biggest shopping season of the year and the biggest earning season for many e-commerce brands like you who's probably listening to this uh, and a lot of other brands. However, while Black Friday and Cyber Monday can be very huge for sales, the two main Q4 holidays that I actually recommend focusing on especially if you're running paid ads like Facebook and Instagram ads are Halloween and Christmas. These are where you can see massive income spikes, massive sales spikes with a winning design plus paid ads. You need to have those two things to really see the massive income spikes. You can make a lot of sales without paid ads. You can, you know, you can email your subscribers, you can post on social media, but you can really take it to a whole new level because essentially you're paying to put that winning design in front of a whole bunch of people. And so you can make a lot of sales spikes with the winning design and paid ads and you don't have to offer. Here's kind of the, the kicker. Here's, here's the thing to remember. You don't have to offer a steep discount or even any discount at all meaning more profit for you. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense that you understand that there's going to be a lot of sales made leading up to Christmas and people's mindset, it's not as much focus on getting deals. That's kind of a Black Friday, Cyber Monday thing. Yes, deals can incentivize to incentivize shoppers to convert into customers. But a lot of them are going to buy either way. And in the lead up to Christmas, a lot of them, they don't care that much about the deals. They're just looking for gifts in a lot of cases for other people. And they're not as price sensitive as they might be on Black Friday, Saturday, Monday when they're expecting deals. So Christmas sales are where I recommend making the biggest focus of Q4. I personally, this is what I recommend to all my students. Put the most of your effort into releasing new designs in search of a winner that you can scale like crazy with paid ads in the lead up to Christmas and even after. So we all know that Q4, people are shopping more than usual. So if you do have a winner in Q4 and you're scaling it up with paid ads, 
you can make a ridiculous amount of money because you've got a couple of things working in your favor. You've got a winning design that is really resonating with a certain subset of the population, i.e. your niche. And then it happens to be the holiday season where everyone is shopping both for themselves and for other people. That is huge. But here's another thing to think about. Winners win all year round. If you have a winning design, any time of the year that you create it, if it's an evergreen design, if it's a design that is not pegged to a specific holiday or occasion, if it's a winning design, it will win all year round. So what I want you to do is focus on dropping new designs, looking for a winner with Christmas sales in mind, but also a winner that you can carry easily into the new year and make a continue making a ton of sales. January, lots of people are buying in January. In fact, there are a lot of brands, including my own, where our January is consistently better than our December and our November. So this happens for a lot of brands. A lot of people are shopping in January. It's a you know new year, new wardrobe. People want a wardrobe refresh. Some of them have made commitments to themselves or New Year's resolutions, like getting fit, for example. And maybe they want to go out and buy a bunch of gym clothes. Maybe they want to buy some really funny gym shirts. This is very, very common. And I think it's very overlooked. I think a lot of people think, oh, I, I need to make a bunch of sales in Q4 because January is going to be dead. January doesn't have to be dead. If you have a winning design, it will not be dead for you. I can assure you that it will not be dead. So just to kind of wrap it up, Finding a winning design during the Christmas shopping season has a lot of potential for maximizing sales in Q4, but also maximizing sales year round. So while I do recommend focusing some time and energy around Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I recommend allocating the majority of your time into releasing new products and designs for Christmas and marketing those new products and designs to social media, email, and other marketing channels. New arrivals... This is another thing I like about releasing new designs is new arrivals give you more content for email marketing, SMS marketing, and social media. It gives customers a reason to come back. So maybe they already bought from you once in Q4. And let me just say, it is very common for them to come back again and again and again. A lot of people make multiple sales during Q4. Maybe they bought on Black Friday and they were so impressed. They fell so in love with the product that they wanted to buy more. Or maybe they bought a shirt from you and one of their friends who's in the same niche said, oh my God, I love that shirt so much. Where do you get it? And they decide to gift another of the exact same shirt to their friend. This is very normal psychological behavior. So you can expect repeat sales during Q4. I don't want you to think that if someone bought from you once on Black Friday, they're not gonna buy from you again uh, for the end of the year or the end of the quarter. That's just not the case. A lot of them will come back and they will buy again. We just wanna give them reasons to come back. And one thing I like about releasing new designs, new arrivals, is that you're giving them a reason to come back. Maybe they bought the one shirt that they loved on your website and then you drop a new arrival and they're like, oh my God, I need this. I need this shirt or I know someone who needs this shirt. Guess what? There's a high likelihood 
that they're going to buy that shirt and they're going to become a repeat customer. And one might be on Black Friday and the following week, if you release a new design, that might be the design that gets them to come back. So I don't want you to think, I don't want anyone to think that it's kind of like a one and done with customers during the fourth quarter. Even if you don't offer the same discount, if you offer 20% off on Black Friday and they see the new design the following Friday when you don't have a discount there's and they love it, there is a very good chance that they're going to buy that at full price. So to sum it up, focus on new arrivals. They give you a lot of content for email marketing, SMS marketing, and social media. It gives your customers a reason to come back. And best of all, every new design you drop has the potential of being a winning design. I say this to my students all the time. You're always one design away. You're always one design away from changing your brand. You're always one design away from changing your income. You're always one design away from elevating your brand and taking it to next level. All you need is one winning design to get to six figures and even seven figures in some cases, you can get to with one design. You're always one design away. And every single new arrival that you drop has a potential of being a winner. Now, it's going to help your chances of that being a winner if you're taking if you're taking time to do design research to find winning designs from your competitors or even other brands in totally different niches and taking clues from those winning designs and then and then applying them to your designs so for example there's always trendy fonts there's always trendy colors there's always trendy graphics, there's always trendy styles. And what you can do is you can look at bestsellers and you can analyze them and reverse engineer their success. And what you can do is you can take clues from the success of that design and apply them to your own. So maybe you see that this one brand is really killing it on this collection or this single design that has a specific type of font. Well, maybe it would make sense for you to try that font on your designs. Maybe it's leopard print, you know, that's really trendy. And you see one of your competitors that's killing it with leopard print. Maybe you create a leopard print design. Maybe it's the hippie, groovy, retro font that we all see probably everywhere that's extremely popular. Maybe you try that font on your designs. Also look at things like the placement, the size of the graphic, the style of the shirt it's on and the image that it's on. Maybe it's a lifestyle image. A lot of times I see a lot of really popular selling designs that are using Etsy mockups. That's my personal favorite place to get them. I think they can really elevate a brand and they can improve the chances of a design being a winner. So that is it for this episode. I hope you got a lot out of it. I love talking about this stuff. I love giving advice based on my past experience. I think I'm going into my seventh Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but I also have a lot of students who have participated in Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and I learned from them as well. So this is more of a collect, this isn't just me. This is more of a collective wisdom of what I'm seeing kind of in the trenches on the front line. And I want to share this with you because I wish every single one of you listeners the absolute best most successful Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Q4 that you've ever had. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. We really appreciate you. Stay awesome, and we'll talk to you very soon.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform that you are listening from. Thank you in advance. We really appreciate you and we will talk to you very soon. Yeah.